Hello peoples, it's Dawn of the Dan here again from Two Left Thumbs, bringing you another mini-cast. Um, these mini-casts are designed to be a little bit different to the main podcast, where we break away and can talk about things in a bit more detail and um, on a more personal level than what we generally can in the, in the main podcast. So this week I'm going to do something a little bit different again. I'm going to run a quick review on a game I've been playing lately. This game is called Nier Automata. Sorry, got to say it the cool way. Um, This game sort of captured my heart and imagination and I just want to share with with you guys some of my thoughts and feelings on the game. Uh, It's probably one of those games that you probably will never play but you should. Um, it's yeah. You after I've uh, been through this, you probably get a bit of a better feel for what I'm on about. So to start off, this game begins as a scrolling shooter, then it's a twin stick shooter, a third person act- action RPG, and a 2.5D platformer. It's equal parts comedy and tragedy. It's a game that's whatever it needs to be at any particular moment to be completely amazing. But there is nothing simple about Neo Automata. But I'll attempt to simplify it as much as I can. So at its heart, Neo Automata is an action role-playing game that is technically a sequel to 2010's Neo, though the connections are extremely tenuous. It takes place in the same world, thousands of years in the future. Some familiar names and faces make an appearance, but for the most part, Automata stands alone. So the premise of the game is that the Earth has been taken over by alien machines. Humanity has retreated to the moon, leaving behind a force of humanoid androids tasked with reclaiming the planet. We initially play as the Android 2B, joining her on a mission to take down a Goliath machine enemy, which looks like some massive, ginormous transformer oil rig looking thing, and it takes a bit of a beating to get down. So the opening tutorial mission, which takes about an hour and a bit to believe, uh, led me to believe that Nier Automata would be a mission-based game with some sort of central hub, so I was pleasantly surprised by the way the game opens up after that initial encounter. Once 2B and her companion, a server android, 9S, or 9s as he likes to be called, recovered from the first massive battle, you dropped into a fairly large open world filled with many, many strange characters to meet, side quests to accomplish, which I will say there are many and there are also secrets to discover. When not exploring or engaging in side quests, 2 and B and 9s attempt to unravel the mystery behind the alien machines. The mechanical creatures they thought mindless are demonstrating distinctly distinctly non-mindless behaviour, in some cases acting and looking quite human. Secrets are revealed, then secrets about those secrets are revealed. Nothing is quite what it seems, leaving the player guessing up until the very end. Or ends. That's not a typo. I've heard, I haven't finished the game yet, but I've heard this game has many different endings, and many of which can only happen after a successful completion and a successive playthrough of the game, or two, or three. So, one of the biggest joys of Neo Automata is not knowing what's going to happen next. One moment I'm wandering through an overgrown forest, hacking away at robots dressed up as medieval knights, uh, then the screen glitches and I'm in a cutscene from a hundred years in the past, learning how the bizarre feudal robot system was formed. I walk into a room, expecting a major boss fight, and instead a group of robots perform their rendition of Romeo and Juliet, which was creepy. 
This is a world where machines battle over the fate of humanity while striving to find humanity in themselves, no matter how inadvisable that might be. Why would perfectly mechanical beings strive to become something so flawed? That's the question, isn't it? Ah, another stunning part of the game is the soundtrack. It manages to perfect, perfectly translate the odd combination of drama and whimsy into a stunning series of songs subliminally suited to the events and locations they accompany. From epic choral pieces punctuating key moments to the oddly endearing chanting of the children in the village populated by robots with a desire to be human, they're like hippies actually, they're non-violent, etc. The music is always perfectly set. The action is all blazing, fast, viscerally satisfying combat. 2B battles with speed and grace, owning the battlefield like an avenging android angel. She switches weapons on the fly, dodges enemy strikes, and retaliates with a stylish rebuttal with sword, spear, and fist as her ever-present pod drone fires an endless stream of bullets. Um, I've stated before that it can feel very hectic and button mashy, but you can't be mashing buttons. You've got to time your combos well. Uh, do you, you can string combos together, switching weapons, and um, everything else like that. It's a gorgeous combat system and it only gets better as the game progresses. Um, one issue in the game that I found is the fact that some of the systems can become very complex and may scare off the uninitiated. Upgrading weapons and stuff and pods is easy. You just gotta gather the right materials and resources from the world and then go to the right vendor and they'll upgrade their stuff for you for the right price. The chip system or your skill tree, depending on which kind of RPGs you're used to, is where things can get a tiny bit convoluted. As the player levels up, they gain more space in the Android memory to load, attack, defense, support, and hacking chips. These are essentially items that increase abilities as well as offering various upgrades to the game's HUD. It's, but unfortunately, it's a very dense system. In a game where everything else is almost lightning fast, trying to make heads or tails of the chip system sometimes can be a real, uh, real friction point. Uh, especially with the with all your extra chips you can have an inventory full of random chips and there's an option to combine the same chips into what I guess more powerful ones but from my experimentation just doesn't always mean that's right um, I've put two chips together and ended up with the same thing so I might be doing something wrong but it just yeah it could be could have been done a little bit uh, simpler and more streamlined um, so uh, also um, giving players the option so the difficulty setting in the game um, you can go from easy through to insane but this kind of gives players the option to enjoy the game on their own terms is um, it does it very well as well your challenge hungry players can ramp the difficulty all the way up doing away with silly things like targeting aiming etc and then you got the folks who just want to enjoy the nice game with the pretty androids and they can ramp the difficulty down and actually equip special chips that allow you to auto heal auto fight auto dodge uh, almost play the game for you um, some of them are handy uh, I find I use the auto fire one on my pod that way I don't have to keep holding down the button for it to shoot for the entire combat um, but yeah the auto fight and auto dodge ones I don't equip because they kind of do play the game for you and take away a bit of the fun so but ultimately it's the um, that's my favorite thing about Nier Automata is knowing that's accessible to every single level of player and hopefully there's other people to start talking about it with um, this equal parts charming and macabre world that has been built for us 
So if you've been sitting on the fence on this game, I highly recommend that you give it a go. It has a thought-provoking story, great soundtrack, coupled with a combat and upgrade system that is as customizable as you wish to make it to be, just to make it the game you want it to be. Well, I hope you found this insightful, and maybe you add a new game to your library. Till next time, Dan out. <laughs>